Hello, good evening and welcome very much to the Freelance Fun podcast. I am absolutely delighted to be joined this evening by the singer-songwriter Rachel Walker-Mason. And this evening we are talking about the importance of entering awards. And Rachel is no stranger when it comes to winning awards. She's won so many. I'm always impressed. <laughs> Constantly, a constant stream of them. And in fact, recently, Rachel, I must say congratulations because you've won the British Citizen Award for your work with lyrical, lyrical light songwriting, isn't it? So congratulations to you for that. Tell us a bit about that before we get started. Yeah, it was it was a surprise. My husband nominated me um, oh. and it was seconded by my friend Caroline, which was really kind. Um, so yeah, the British Citizen Award is, um, is awarded a couple of times a year um, for people who have um, done kind of uh, things to help their communities, help help others. And um, so my husband, Hon, nominated me for my work with Lyrical Light, which is for um, mums and dads who have struggled with their mental health after having their children, um, particularly having postnatal depression and anxiety. And um, so I write songs with them kind of to, uh, so it's like kind of counselling, but in, a, in the form of songs, so it doesn't feel as kind of counselling-y. It's, it's mm. kind of dealing with things in a, in a creative way. Um, and I also set up um, a vocal scholarship um, um, over the last uh, 15 years. Um, so I was nominated for, for that as well, for, for giving um, people who couldn't afford singing lessons, couldn't afford to go into the arts because it's an expensive hobby, the arts. Mm. Um, it's like horse riding, like you've got to be fairly wealthy to kind of enter it. Um, and so I, I was able to give people the opportunity to, to do the thing they loved, um, even if their parents just didn't have the funds to, to support them. That's amazing. What a, what a wonderful work to do, Rachel. It really is. And to think that you're using your skills and your gift set to be able to help other people, like you say, huge congratulations. And how very kind that your husband um, nominated you for that award and your friend seconded it, if that's the right turn of phrase. <laughs> um, it feels there's something about entering awards that feels very un-British isn't it I think we're a bit of a, a shy and bashful lot and yeah. it doesn't feel I mean it's great that in this circumstance it was your husband who entered it on your behalf so you kind of didn't have that immediate obstacle to overcome where you think oh is it right to enter but how why is it important to enter awards as freelancers and why is it absolutely acceptable on this occasion to say yep I think I'm it well, as a freelancer, who else is going to big you up? Mm. There's no one else. You don't have a boss. You don't have a team. You, it's just you. And I think most of us struggle with imposter syndrome pretty much every day. I definitely still do. Um, so we often feel like we're not good enough, like we should, therefore shouldn't put ourselves forward for awards because, of course, other people who are better than us, you know, why, why do we think enough of, you know, why do we think we're good enough to, to do that? But if we don't put ourselves forward we're doing ourselves a disservice because actually the fact that we are successfully freelancing is actually a major achievement the fact that we are doing this on our own following the path that we want doing the doing the, you know living the dream essentially even though sometimes it's a bit of a nightmare mm. um we're actually doing this and that and it, we and particularly as freelance mums we're balancing children and the house and all kinds of things and still running our own business which is incredible I'm always so impressed with you know in whatever field 
these incredible women who are, who are doing this. And I think particularly as women, we are less likely to put ourselves forward because it's often seen as a bit showy and a bit diva-ish and women particularly kind of told, you know, don't get too big for your boots, don't get, you know, don't think too much of yourself. So I think we we often try and keep ourselves very small and, and say, oh no, it's, you know, it's nothing, um, you know, and, and, and deflect that kind of praise because we're not, we're not, we've kind of learnt to not take that praise mm. as if we don't deserve it, but we do. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, so putting yourself forward for an award does feel awkward. You feel like yourself internally cringing at the same time <laughs> because you kind of big yourself up to, you know, fill in these, these things, say, oh, I've done this and I've done this and this is the impact I've had. But how else are people going to hear about what you do and mm-hmm. and to be not necessarily rewarded for it but it can give you a platform in which you can speak more reach more people about what you do and so it, it helps your business and it also helps other people who may be thinking about going and you know becoming going freelance and, and aren't sure and aren't you know worried about it and it can really speak to them and give them confidence that they can they can do it too that we are just human and we're still you know we still make mistakes and 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 still aren't very confident in ourselves but we're still kind of pushing ourselves and going for it you wrote there's something that I've picked up on there Rachel and you saying that there's something about it helps to continue to build your community so if you're doing something and you're trying to serve a community and grow that community and it particularly in the work that you've recently won that award for in the charity line of things it's really nice to think that actually I'm not just doing this for me I'm doing this for the community that I'm trying to serve the community that I'm trying to support and it doesn't necessarily have to be um always in the sense of the charity work that you're doing it could be that actually you're really trying to support a specific audience and let's face it as freelance mums I dare say that a lot of us are doing something because we're incredibly passionate about helping exactly. that, field, that arena. Yeah. So why not, you know, yeah, yeah, head above the pulpit, parapet, whatever it is, and say, yeah, yeah I'm going for it. I want, I really want to put myself out there. Absolutely. Well, that's how we met, was at the Ipsy Freelancer Awards two years ago. And I was so impressed with you. And I'd heard, I'd seen bits of you on social media and things, but I'd never kind of encountered you. It was so exciting to meet you. <laughs> And because I, I knew a bit about all the amazing things you did, and I thought, oh my gosh, I think she's someone who could be like be part of my life and be a friend of mine and, and, and be able to do things with me because you just had that passion, like you really cared about other freelance mums. You, you, you got us in a way that other people don't because it's really flipping lonely a lot of the time. It was just, I remember saying that to you on a message, I was like, it's really lonely because it's just me. And yeah. here with these kids, and, and he said, "Yeah, I think you need, you need a kind of squad." And you were like, "You've become you. You guys have just become my, you're my people." And I wrote that in my in my book. I wrote a little thing, a little dedication to freelance mum, saying, you know, oh. "I found my people. You are my people, and you inspire me." Or even though you all do different things to me, the, the way that you work and the way that you sort of care for yourselves and each other and your children it's it's inspired me so much and I've I've learned an incredible amount and I wouldn't have known that had I not met you and it's because of the Ipsy Awards it's because you'd you'd won the year before and 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 you've entered this year again it's amazing it's just so um I I, yeah I wouldn't have I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for for 
an award ceremony. <laughs> I have to say, I was not expecting you to say all of that, Rachel. I'm absolutely <laughs> gushing right now. I think, oh gosh, that's amazing. Oh, that's such a lovely, lovely thing to say because at risk of going off on a tangent, that is the, the very essence of what Freelance Mum is about, is that we are here. We've got our own little homegrown community that we've got. And like you say, we all support each other each other's businesses each other's children we're all we know each other so well and there's something where even if you don't know someone new and they're new to the fold you just instantly know that come come be part of it we get it we know you don't have to explain and we had messaged as you rightly say in the world of social media we'd connected but to actually meet you at an awards do and that you had won I'd won the previous year and you won the following year I remember my heart was bursting with pride and thinking I must let her have a hug with her husband first but I'm up next <laughs> you were next with this amazing photo of you and Claire just going at me and I'm going like this I was just stopped I didn't in a million years think I'd win so it was just incredible and you know my, my son was only seven months old I think yeah. when we won that award and it was just it was so amazing to be there with you and Claire as well because you you get it on a different level of like being a mum and, and doing this and it was yeah. just it that that made the event even more incredible having the two of you there so it was like yeah, full freelance mumming. Oh, <laughs> it was amazing. That was unfortunately not every awards event comes with your own posse of freelance mums. I mean, we'd like to, on the it journey. Should. We yes, should have that at every event. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine if there was your own team of cheerleaders, freelance mums. We need pom poms <laughs> in the freelance mum colours. <laughs> that'd be awesome but there is something about um like the the event itself as well Rachel like you say that although I don't, I, the word networking is a funny old word isn't it but actually it is about I think if you take the word networking down and just make it network it is about growing your network isn't it it is about meeting other people and connecting and actually nights like that are special occasions yeah. we do especially as mums you know and especially coming out of lockdown when was the last time we went out and had a had a really lovely do and there's something about that that makes you feel special and I have arrived and I'm meeting other people and I'm putting on my glad rags and that in <laughs> itself makes it an occasion doesn't it it makes Absolutely. and I think there's something to be said about that as a freelancer definitely and I remember the freelance um the kind of day where the finalists met and then we mm. had our kind of five minutes kind of or 10, 15 minute interview with the panel um we all when we met we all joked that the the um the dress code for for that that day was mm. sort of business attire and and we all said to each other aren't you just in pajamas all day and they were like yeah <laughs> so we, we all had this joke like do we just set up in our pajamas <laughs> because to us that's business attire and we were talking about how the postman comes round and just sees us in our pajamas all the time it's just that's just life for all of us and they were like oh we have to actually find things that look like business attire so I was there in a jacket thinking I literally never wear a jacket I had to like dig it out of the cupboard because like who wears that on your freelance that's so fun I feel like you're borrowing things from your dad's wardrobe yeah to look <laughs> corporate and we were it was just so funny because none of us wear that at home because we're because you don't generally when you're freelance and it was uh this was pre-lockdown when you know other people dress like humans not yes. dress like freelancers now <laughs> um but it was just so funny that we we all even though we were totally totally different people did completely different things we were all exactly the same in that and we were at this day going oh yeah we're all dressed we've got shoes on and you know <laughs> 
I had to get a taxi back to the station because I couldn't walk in them. <laughs> if, only, if only you had turned up in your business attire, that would have been brilliant for the freelancer. It was far more fitting, wouldn't it? It would have. Yeah, we were like, should we just turn up in pyjamas? We were like, oh, like onesies, like matching onesies or something. That would have been really funny. Going back to the awards, Rachel, and entering award, is there, like, how do you decide which awards to enter? Is there a way of thinking... Right, okay, I'm going to enter that one because I really like the prize or I really like that one because um, that one's really good for me professionally. Like, how do you whittle it down? How do you even find out about them? There's usually quite a lot of information. I, I just like being on the internet quite a lot and, <laughs> and just looking at different different things. I think within music, there are a lot. Um, my dad's always like, why are there so many awards? I'm like, I don't know, there just are in music. Yeah. Um, but within like professional business things, there are, there are a lot. Um, so there are various various different ones some within your own area um some national some international lots of different things um so a lot of them are on on um have a have a facebook page have a website that kind of thing um and and then also contact you know looking at, at the social media of people that you admire um mm. so there's people that i think are amazing and i like going and looking on their social media and seeing what they what competitions they've entered what things mm. they've done um, because there are oh, this is thing called Women of the Year, and um, there was mm. there was someone I knew who had been part of that, and I thought, oh, that sounds amazing. So I looked it up, and then didn't think much more of it. And then Tom had actually, my husband is amazing, so he'd he'd nominated me for that. So I did that last year, which was in lockdown. So that was a bit of a weird thing, mm. like business lunch at home on <laughs> Zoom with everyone. It's a bit weird, but it was lovely. It was really lovely. Um, and and I found out about that because somebody else I admire had been part of it. So that's always mm. a good way of, you know, we've all got people that we kind of fangirl over um, professionally. Mm. Um, so it's good to see what, what they've done, what they've been involved with. Um, sometimes, yeah, there are really good prizes. Other times, um, it's you could have letters, you know, letters after our name is quite a nice thing to have if we end up with that. Um, and other times, it's, you you get to meet, particularly now post lockdown, we get to meet these amazing people who we probably wouldn't meet in normal circumstances because you don't live anywhere near each other. You, you meet for this particular event and you tend to be very similar in odd ways in that you're, very, you're all very tenacious and driven and really care about the thing you do. Um, and that can be really wonderful as particularly as a freelancer when you're on your own most of the time and then you suddenly meet these people who really get you mm -hmm. um so that's that can be really nice so that can be almost the reward for that is just meeting these other people um so yeah there are lots of different lots of different ways and lots of different competitions and different different things you can enter you can enter them all if you want mm. Why and <laughs> I, think, I think there's something that's almost quite cathartic as well about, I mean, it's exhausting filling out application forms, but also quite cathartic about when it's done. You're like, oh, oh, I did it. Oh, actually, I'm not so bad. And um, there's something, if you're having a bit of a, a, a down moment, as we all do as, as human beings, as freelancers, I think about going back and rereading what you've written down. You think, oh, I'm not too bad after all, am I? I, I you know, I have a I've achieved one or two things. I do seem to be doing something all right, whether I win it or not. I think there's something in that process about completing it and thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm doing all right in life. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so good to kind of sum yourself up in that way. It's, it's an odd, it's like that weird exercise that they call like eulogies or something where you, 
you write your eulogy as if you had died, um, but you write it um, including all the things that you want to have done uh-huh. from now till the point when you die in your life. So you can, and then so you've made this eulogy of like, oh, and then she wrote a book and then she did this and then she did mm-hmm. that. And then you can make those things happen. So it's really good to write your biography and write, you know, with feeling in these forms, you have to talk about the things you've done. Mm. And then you can also think, oh, I'd really like to do this. And you can start setting yourself little little goals and little aims. Mm. And it's and um and realize you can do it because look how far you've come, look at what you've look at what you've done. Um mm. and we were probably all at a point, I don't know, five years ago where we wished we were at the point we are now but at this point now we don't appreciate that because we're just sort of struggling with where we are now but we forget that this was the dream yeah and and it's really good to remember that to like you're saying like write that down and go oh my goodness I've achieved those things that I really wanted to when I was when I was younger I've done it I've done those things Mm. and it's it's good to remind ourselves of how resilient and creative we are and what about the cost of entering awards? Because I know that some awards can come with quite a big price tag. And, it, you know, it's OK if, you, if it's, um, you know, you have to write your check, write a check, Rachel, you know, write your metaphorical check, send it off to enter the award. But then, you know, some of these, there'll be a dinner and dance, whatever afterwards. And that can come with a hefty price tag. That's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, do you, yeah. do you weigh up that, that financial cost against any gain or not or do you just think you know I'm going to just cause a a big night out or would you just say actually I just cannot physically afford to to enter this award at all is there anything for you that you think that's a non-starter or actually that's a barrier that I can overcome I think it's a bit of both actually because it depends on the event because there's something in a couple of weeks that I've been invited to in London but it's like 300 quid a seat and I was like I literally just do not have that money there is just no way I could afford to do that and I have to get the train there and find something nice to wear and I was like I just can't can't it just it just doesn't I just thought no I can't I can't do that talk to my husband and he was like yeah he said do you really want to go and I was like no not that much <laughs> it's okay I don't mind um so you have to really weigh it up if it's if it's worth it um yeah because that's hard and it, it is like it's, it's all investing in yourself but you have to think is that event worth the investment it's not that you are not worth the investment is is that event mm. worth it and if you get to meet people that would like change your life um mm. you know send your career in a different trajectory or something then maybe it is worth it but if it's going to bankrupt you then probably not <laughs> yeah so you have to think with each with each case is it is it worth it? And is it and is it worth that amount of money? Um, and am I just going to feel annoyed that I've spent that? Yeah, and it's like you rightly say, Rachel, whether um, it's whether you you have to pay for it or not. Invariably, you're probably going to want an, an outfit. There'll be a train ticket. You know, there could be an overnight. These things all have to be costed in. And actually, like you say, I suppose treat everything almost like a business case. Um, what's this going to cost? Um, what what? kind of investment am I going to see am I going to meet people is it a PR opportunity is it a marketing opportunity almost just to be in the room with this amazing people or is it just quite simply entertaining and a night out and that's also okay as well yeah it's about yeah weighing that all up isn't it yeah yeah we are allowed to have fun sometimes and you can't put a price tag on that Rachel can you exactly exactly it's just yeah it's balancing those things isn't it and also being a mum you have to think okay how often am I away from my children in the next two weeks and that kind of thing so it's 
the part of the reason I'm not going to this thing in London is because I've been away so much in this last mm. month. I just thought I really can't, you know, and, and I didn't, there was meant, I was meant to be in LA and Nashville at various points last month. And my daughter started school for the first time then. And I just thought, I can't, I can't do that to her. And mm. I thought that's where the mum, the mum from the freelance mum thing very much mm. came first. Um, and it, so it wasn't a big decision, even though I couldn't really afford to fly to <laughs> LA, that would have been like selling a kidney or something. Um, particularly after lockdown when we've all struggled a bit financially. Um, I just, it was an easy choice. I was like, I can't, I can't leave. I can't leave and just not be here when she starts school. That just felt. And that's all part of it as well, isn't it? I think for the freelance mum part is actually that, yes, we have a career that we carve out and we fit in around life, but actually wanting to be there for that first week and wanting to have the mum part of it. And I can remember when my girls first started school and there was an event I wanted to take part in. It would be, it was actually away at the weekend. So although it wouldn't have affected the school week I didn't know how they were going to feel I knew it was a really important big week and I just thought I can't do it I want to be there at the end of that first week knowing how they feel and being there if they just want to sit on the sofa or whatever it is they want to do that the time isn't for me that weekend and my time will come exactly and we remember part the reason we want to be freelance is so we can be there for our children Mm. in a way that we want the way that we want to be, we don't have to be working nine to five or being in London all the time and then coming back really late after their bedtime. So we've mm. we've kind of given ourselves a life that can work around our kids. But then if we choose to be away a lot when we don't actually want to be away, then are we still having the yeah. life that we want? Like when yeah. you don't have to go and do it. Yeah. So it's um yeah, so sometimes it just doesn't feel like the right choice. Sometimes yeah. you do have to put the children first and yeah. your husband first and things because everybody else has to pick up the sack when you're not there. So it's, it is it is a balance. It's, everything's a balance, a juggling act, a balancing act, isn't it, as we always say. And, <laughs> and it's a constant balancing act. You never get it right all the time. Yeah. You know, it might just balance for a few moments and then it changes again. And yes. yes, it's a constant pivot, isn't it? Yeah. It is. I have to ask, Rachel, you've got a very impressive wall behind you, and I'm not talking about your fancy brickwork. Um, you need to tell us we're here talking about awards and what what have you got are these platinum I'm going to say records show my age what is it they're like yeah shiny well look, my daughter calls it the shiny wall um um I think yeah so it's various things that um like I've had a certain number of plays on the radio in America and various things and uh, that one was being a featured international songwriter that one there um, wow. of the month and that one was for a Christian thing and some various other things <laughs> just sort of spread my husband's always like that's great honey I'll get the hammer and nails out there's <laughs> a pile of them to <laughs> and of the, the awards that you've won and you were quite um right actually Rachel I think to point out at the beginning you know you do work in the music industry which is probably poss- yeah. probably an industry that has more awards there might be other industries that don't have quite as many yeah. so that's quite helpful to your industry but of the awards that you've won what's your what's been your proudest moment oh that's oh gosh I don't know uh, well winning freelancer of the year was just insane that was mm. I, I don't I couldn't believe it happened um so I think that's probably still the thing that I'm most proud of because there was no like fans can't vote you in for that because some things I win because like I've there's lots of followers follow me and they vote for things that there was no way of blagging that you had to, you just had to be what they wanted and I mm. didn't think I would be <laughs> so 
oh, they're never going to pick me. Um, so that felt unbelievable that they, that, that I, they wanted me to represent freelancing for that year. It, it was, it was such an honour as a mum as well, a mum of young children. It felt like I was doing it for all us mums who freelance. It, it felt, um, I think that's the thing I'm, I'm most proud of actually, because it, it felt like it was for more people than just me. Mm. And hopefully it would encourage other freelance mums to put themselves forward for things rather than just think, oh, it's, it's for it's the people who, you know, uh, run their own business and have, have nothing else to worry about and things. Um, and this year, quite a few, um, quite a lot of people who entered were freelance mums, which was amazing. Like part of our actual freelance mum mm. and just other people who are mums who freelance. Mm. And I loved that because there wasn't as many when I entered. So it, it things are changing. We're starting to feel more positive about our role in society and our right to be seen as a freelancer and seen as successful so that felt yeah that feels like that's definitely the thing I'm, I'm most proud of that's that's lovely and it's and you're right to be proud as well Rachel to see that you can already see the ripple effect is, is, is a real joy and an honour. So, yeah, huge congratulations to you. Um, before we go, Rachel, and it's been so lovely speaking to you. I, it really has been a joy. Um, any advice? What would you say to anyone who's sitting here thinking, oh, do you know what? It's been lovely listening to Rachel, but I still don't know if I've got the guts to enter that award. There's something that I'm dying to put myself out there for, but I don't know. What advice would you give to people? Well, I always look at sort of things in life as what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. The worst thing can happen is that they, you don't win, but it's un, they're not gonna, <laughs> they're unlikely to put you know any mean about you. Same as they didn't win, you just you just won't win, and you don't even have to tell people that you've entered if you don't win. <laughs> if you don't, and it's um, it, it it does feel a bit of a knock to your self esteem when you don't win, but it's not gonna kill you. Just think about how far you've come and how much you've done. Mm-hmm. and there's plenty of like freelance for the year I never my even my husband was like yeah they're probably looking for people who have an enormous you know annual turnover and things and I definitely don't um but you never know what they're looking for and you might be just mm-hmm. the person having just the career just the, the, the things you've overcome um it might be exactly what they're looking for and you won't think of yourself as that that's amazing because you're you you are the person who's been through it and it's just mm-hmm. the stuff you've been through but to an outsider, that can be really inspirational and outstanding. So, yeah, I always think, what's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? So oh. just go for it because you you deserve it. And I mean, I'm not I'm not exceptional. I'm just pushy. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> and I just sort of think, yeah, what's the worst that can happen? And quite often, I don't win things and or don't get a reply about being on someone's podcast or something like that. And you just think, oh well, and um and I do it enough to for it not to really bother me anymore but you've got to put yourself out there for those things um and then the wins and the 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 things you can tick off and say yeah I did that um will start outweighing the no's the things that you don't get um and then the, the the things you don't get will will um bother you less because you're already succeeding so it's you've got to take that punt on yourself because as a freelancer nobody else is going to you've got to believe in yourself as you believe in yourself enough to create your business. 
That is fantastic advice there, Rachel. That is absolutely fabulous. Um, thank you so, so much for taking the time uh, to join me this evening and to share all that advice to fellow freelance mums. Um, it is always a joy to speak to you um, and can't wait to speak to you again and well, hopefully see you at the coming morning next week. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you and take care. And don't forget, if you've been watching this and you'd like to come and join Freelance Mum, please do. You can come and try us for free for 30 days. Um, just check out freelancemum.co.uk or just come and join us um, in the Mothership, which you'll find in Facebook. Until then, have a lovely evening. Bye. <laughs>